Welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host once again this time around. Being an actor must be incredibly deep for one who takes that craft very seriously. Uh, I'm referring to when deep and intense actors or actresses become their characters, almost literally some for the entire time that the filming is active, especially when these assumed characters have nothing in common with the actors or actresses themselves. When an actor makes you forget that they are who they really are and you truly buy into this being this other person, this to me is just something that would be incredible to experience in the acting profession. Here's what the Strasbourg website says about method acting, really becoming your character. The method, as developed by Lee Strasberg, was a means for training the actor to achieve this type of truly moving performance, infused with a vibrant inner life and experienced on stage or on film as if for the very first time. Legendary American actor Lorette Taylor, writing in 1914, described the work of the talented actor both brilliantly and simply. Here's the quote. You see a little child sitting in the middle of a mud puddle. She attracts you and holds your interest. You even smile in sympathy. Why? simply because that child is experiencing her creative imagination. She is attributing to mud pies the delicious qualities of the pies which mother makes in the kitchen. The method trains actors to use their physical, mental, and emotional self in the creation of a character and stresses the way in which personal experience can fire the actor's imagination. It eschews cliches and pursues individual authenticity and a reality deeply grounded in the given circumstances of the script. So what is this method acting? Well, as Lee Strasberg said, method acting is what all actors have always done whenever they act well. But the method itself, it's how you get there. Some get lost in their characters. I remember reading about how David Bowie got so lost in the Ziggy Stardust character that the lines blurred for a while. Or or how about Jim Carrey becoming Andy Kaufman for that movie and, and essentially stayed Andy Kaufman for the entire duration of shooting the movie? We can easily, as people fool ourselves into believing our own press, so to speak. So that must be slippery ground to a degree. And, you know, there's times where I wonder what it would be like to purposefully be another person at any given time in real life. 
one could very easily engage their imagination and conjure up a persona for any given occasion. A different look, a different background, a different upbringing, a different accent. I mean, why not? Now, I'm not talking about lying in any way or falsely presenting oneself under a different name or anything of that nature. What I'm kind of referring to here is doing this in little ways. Think about this. Could an individual who normally is very talkative and animated play it really cool and be the true listener in company that doesn't know them very well? Can one decide that they are going to be the most interesting person in the room before entering it simply by their presentation, even if in actuality they may not be? Sure they could. I'm going to be honest with you. This all sounds kind of tempting. There is a big part of me that wants to change my whole being sometimes, and definitely my persona sometimes. Little by little, one person at a time, it could start with how I approach or if I decide to approach at all. It could continue with my consciously deciding to either be engaging or nonchalant. It would be deciding to be charming, deciding to be funny, deciding to have no sense of humor, be serious, or be vain, all in advance, and playing the role at that time for all that it is worth. It could probably potentially be very interesting. Still, would these open other worlds for a person, or would it alienate those who already view them a certain way and are used to seeing them that way? Truly, you can imagine just waking up and deciding that you're important and believing it and putting off that vibe to such an extent that others believe it too and act accordingly. Maybe you do this already. A lot of people probably do. Maybe if we threw a television out the window of the 10th floor of a hotel room, we'll feel like a rock star. So honestly, then, what is stopping any of us from determining who we want to be and just being that person? I think I know how to answer that question. I would say in most cases, the answer is genetics and circumstances. Those are the things that are stopping us. Genetically, we could be programmed to respond in certain ways to certain things. The, the grooves in our minds may be set in concrete. And circumstantially, we may not have the courage. We couldn't do this. And, and, and there may be influences that kill our self-worth so regularly that we can't even pretend to be a different person, no matter how good of an actor we think we are. When this is our reality, we're like one of those small dogs that bark. No matter, no matter how ferocious they think they sound, everyone else just sees a small dog barking. Some think it's cute, and that's just more emasculating. Others think it's sad. Others just find it annoying. But you know, some people, though, are just so genuine, so completely, sincerely genuine, that they just can't do this. We could compare them maybe to honey. Uh, honey is a food product with a pretty long shelf life. Yeah, they do have expiration dates on them when it's bought in a store. But historically, honey is really durable. To what extent? 
Well, among other things, oftentimes honey was buried in the tombs of some Egyptian pharaohs. Interestingly, when it was found, tested, and tasted by archaeologists upon discovery, it was still determined sometimes to actually still be edible. So honey, then, is a really good metaphor worthy of timeless art, timeless music, really anything timeless. Music shouldn't be considered timeless simply because it's forced upon our ears. Rather, it should be like honey to the tongue, enjoyable, with the power to last for decades and still hold up. I don't care if it's pop music, classical music, rock, reggae, jazz, you name it. Good, solid music stands the test of time and remains palatable. The content trumps accessibility in all cases, unless the song or artist happened to have been fortunate enough to have both. I was thinking a band like Love is an example of this. Love was right there with Jimi Hendrix and the Doors, literally predating and influencing them. But Hendrix and the Doors got much, much, much more airplay and popularity, and they still have it now, even in death for some of them. So, so it's easier to refer to songs like Castles Made of Sand or Break On Through as being timeless classics than it might be to name drop a timeless love song by the band Love, like Orange Skies. And by the way, I like all three of those songs. What's interesting to me as well, when we illustratively use honey in theory, is that the word honey is often also used as a pet name for a loved one or something lovable. The, the idea of calling a person a sweet substance as a term of endearment also helps to add to the timeless sensibility and sentimentality of many pieces of music and songs. You know, most people don't refer to everyone as honey. I, I do say most. I live in the South in the United States, and a lady this past week just called me hun, and I'm probably, I'm pretty certain that she calls everyone hun. But just like most don't, don't do that, not all pieces of music or songs are timeless to everyone in the same way. Uh, if a song brings back wonderful memories, it's going to stick to you like honey. It will taste sweet no matter how old it gets. It will be endearing like a pet name. Uh, the making of, of honey is so organic and natural in the wild that I can't help but to take this metaphor there, too. It generally doesn't happen by accident, if ever. Instinctively, bees work at this for it to exist. Similarly, a drive to emote that is often difficult to explain may help an artist to instinctively create something timeless. Bees just do what they do. Human beings just do what they do as well. For whatever reason, a person gets struck by some creative lightning, influenced by something somewhere, and away they go, and melodic honey is made. Music that stands the test of time for us, whatever it may be, on an individual level, generally sounds like a treat every time we're privileged to hear it. It makes us happy. It reminds us that we're human. It makes us feel alive. So should we be method actors and essentially fake it till we make it? Can we give ourselves multiple personalities in a sane way on purpose? 
Well, a Roman educator in describing the great Greek and Roman performances attempted to describe the actor's process. Notice what, what they said. They said the great secret for moving the passions in others is to be moved ourselves, whereby the images of things absent are so represented to the mind that we seem to still see them with our eyes and to have them present before us. Ultimately, we right now we all live in an Adobe Photoshop world. Everything around us can be made to look better than ever. If only someone could create something similar for the soul, then maybe we could truly be someone else at the drop of a hat. Until then, most of us will have to continue to hone our acting skills and hope for the best. Or better yet, we can work on being genuinely good, sweet people. Complexities aside, even the most simplistic examples of this do for us internally what honey in a bottle in the shape of a happy little plastic bear can do for us visually. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to illuminate this topic. Uh, we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast method acting Honey, I'm Home playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash method acting honey i'm home we're going to be bouncing between songs containing actors names entertainers names and honey songs i i mess with it and somehow it works so let, let's get into it track number one is the band james and the song is just like fred astaire this is the coolest song that you probably never heard number two someone loves you honey by June Lodge, a reggae song. I had the pleasure of interviewing her once. At the time, she was going by J.C. Lodge. She's super cool. Number three, the song Joan Crawford by Blue Oyster Cult. Number four, Alice Cooper with Ballad of Dwight Fry. If you didn't already know, Dwight Fry often played these... <laughs> mentally unstable characters in vintage classic monster movies. Number five, Wild Mountain Honey by the Steve Miller Band, which may be my favorite song by that band, definitely at least with headphones. Number six is the band Cake with the song Frank Sinatra. Number seven is the song Honey High by Fleetwood Mac off their Tusk record. Number eight, Madness, with a song called Michael Caine. Number nine, the song is called Honey, and it's by Best Coast. And number 10, Bauhaus, with Bella Lugosi's Dead. That, my friends, is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash method acting honey i'm home this show everyone simply would not exist without you if you could all do me a favor please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends also if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running if you'd like 
you can make a small monthly contribution. You just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, just feel free to listen to this and enjoy anytime. We do have those that contribute every single month to this. And I just thank you so much. I really appreciate that. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thank you.